0: Welcome back to another Motivating Force podcast episode. I am host Sway, and joining me as always is Justin. Now if you're joining us from last week's episode where at the end I gave a little sneak peek into what we're going to be talking about, nothing's changed. Still going to be talking about the same thing where it's uh, mainly why you shouldn't be making up these excuses because there's certain things in your life that are completely in your control. It's not in anybody else's uh, fault why you can't do certain things. Um, But to get right into it, there's just, you know, there's a lot of people that just kind of pass the buck on placing the blame on somebody else, on something else, or different factors that just aren't lining up in their life for them to achieve said goals. But as we all know, there's plenty of us that have always gone straight to the excuse You know, it was out of my control or I just couldn't do something because blah, blah, blah. Uh, Today, I just wanted to go over a few things that are completely, utterly, 100% dependent on you or, as we can say here on this episode, things that we can control.
1: I like it, man. That can get a little spicy. Talking about things that we have total control over and a lot of people will hate to admit that because that means that you are responsible for everything that happens within that category. There's a lot of truth to that, though, and I I like it, and I think that um, this type of thing serves more as a good reminder to people to be able to boost themselves up, and it's not something that they should uh, beat themselves down over, for sure.
0: No, I think this episode stems a lot from wanting people to just overall feel better and to stop complaining, because I know so many people that it's almost like it's a habitual thing for them to just complain, complain, complain. And I'm not saying like they're terrible people, it's the mindset that they have is bad. They're always just complaining that something can't happen because whatever the excuse is, and they always have an excuse right there in their sleeve just to pull it out real quick. And it's something that, you know, I'm trying to change here and why I'm bringing this up because a lot of those things that they complain about, it's on you. It's not on anybody else. If you're going to sit there and complain about a job that you hate being at, guess what? You have the ability to apply to all these other jobs that you are actually interested in because if you've been here at this job for 10 years, hey, whose fault is that but yours? (laughs) Are you just waiting for somebody to fire you or you want to actually do something that you're interested in? But getting away from that, let's start at the beginning of your day, Uh, being a Monday, hopefully you guys did this today, but first thing that is 100% in your control is waking up early or on time because you know I work night shifts, so waking up early, I'm at work early, (laughs) so it doesn't count. But people always wanna place the blame on the alarm not going off or that they couldn't sleep well so then they couldn't hear the alarm or whatever their excuse is not to get up in the morning Uh, We all know the real reason, though, right? Everybody's been there, that the alarm goes off. You hear it. You wake up. You do a little, like, crack your eye open. You look at it. Slam your fist down on the phone or your alarm just to shut it up. And then you go back to sleep. It's called being lazy. You know, you're procrastinating your day. You're wasting the first, like, precious minutes of your day to try to just get, what, a couple more hours or a couple more minutes in of sleep?
1: couple more hours of sleep, you'd already yeah, be yeah. finding a new job. Yeah, that's
0: a lot of hours. <laughs> Never mind. But you get the point. It's a couple more minutes, a couple more seconds even until the next alarm it goes off if you're you know, someone like me that you have 20 alarms on in the morning. But you do what you got to do in order to get up. And if that's set 20 alarms, set 20 alarms. Because then every, what, 30 seconds, you're slamming your fist on the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm definitely a, a victim to that. You know, um, I'm sure
0: a lot of people are as well.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and it's not necessarily that you should expect yourself to wake up on the first alarm at the first ring and be up and ready for the day. It's more of you just need to know yourself. Like Josue said, he's got 20, 30 alarms set every morning. Why? Because he knows himself. He knows what it takes to get him out of bed and he plans for that. So instead of trying to pretend you're going to be the perfect individual, it's definitely better to throw, like you're saying, throw those excuses ex- aside, take control of what you can, and set a ridiculous amount of alarms if that's what it's going to take. I like it.
0: Uh, then I mean, hey, everybody knows the Cameron Haynes and the uh, Jocko Willinks of the world that get up every morning at 4.30 and they do whole workouts. They do full you know, exercises and stuff before they even start the day, you know, realistically. But we're not talking about that. We're just talking about if there's a time you need to be up, Plan for it and then do it. You know, it's not anybody else's fault that you got up late. It's not anybody else's fault that you had to fly through I-4 or the highways just to get to work on time because that's on you. You should have been prepared for it. And the whole point of this is that what you should be doing is to start thinking about how you want your mood to be when you wake up because people like my girlfriend, for instance, she's very grumpy in the morning. So you know, kind of interacting with people in the mornings is not really a good and pleasant thing for her. But for people like that, you know, you start thinking of different ways to kind of plan for that. You go to sleep and you know, you're going to be grumpy. So when you wake up, I usually go, okay, it's a new day. Let's start the day. There's a lot of opportunity here. So she hates that I'm always like super bright and cheery. That's very
1: optimistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I mean it's not like I'm thinking sunshine and rainbows. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, it's a new day. Let's <laughs> let's do something with it. Whereas she's like, no, just get away from me. Yeah, give me some food, but get away from me. Don't talk to me. But there's people like that, and if there's things that you have to do, um, the night before you go to bed, you know, just start to think of like a mantra or start thinking of ways that you can change your, your perception of what the day is gonna bring. You know, if you have to think to yourself, like, tomorrow's gonna to be a good day, I'm gonna be excited. We're gonna do all these things. Not overwhelming yourself like, oh, I have all these things to do, but hey, we're gonna get these things done. You know, just repeating those things. Then when you go to sleep, it's gonna be pleasant. You're gonna wake up. You're gonna be optimistic about the day ahead of you. You're gonna be excited to do it. Just like the times that you're excited to do something if there's an event, let's say Vans Warp Tour. Right back in the good old days, when you had to wake up bright and early, go to a concert, it's basically a vacation, right, yeah, there's nothing important other than just being there listening to music you like, yeah, but you were able to wake up on time for that, so right. why can't you do that for every other day for work
1: you know I remember when you when you when you brought up the analogy when we went over this, and I was trying to think really <laughs> hard that if I actually did wake up on time to go to a warp tour and well um, I'm
0: gonna be honest here too, I just stayed up the entire night the i day was before. gonna say i was
1: like you know what i think that's what i did and then we're going back to to knowing yourself and knowing mm-hmm. what it takes and it's like you know what it takes just don't go to sleep <laughs> don't say don't that, risk it i, I would just uh,
0: bang <laughs> away some uh some monster energy drinks yeah. all night i mean we were games. we
1: were also like 16 17 yeah. years old where that type of behavior is acceptable yeah, but...
0: and you can't do that every single day on a work week so yeah think realistic guys you're gonna go to sleep but be optimistic on getting yourself up early in the morning or at least on time so that you don't have to rush through the rest of your day.
1: Well, I mean, I, I get it. I get the point, too, is like, hey, you have something fun going on in the morning, so you're actually going to be awake for it. And then it's like, so then what's the difference with work? What's the difference with your normal life, your everyday life, right? Why can't every day bring some amount of satisfaction or joy to you? And, and enough that it actually gets you out of bed, and that's something that... People really struggle with and that's really what we're here for is to help inspire and motivate people to stop just, struggling just enjoy their day <laughs> you know like it, it sounds like such a simple thing and yet um you know hundreds of millions of people just don't enjoy every day they're alive and it's it's a shame it sucks you know yeah, and
0: that's why i said at the beginning i'm trying to get the complainers to stop complaining yeah and just enjoy yeah what's ahead of them because oftentimes it's older people Yeah, and I'm like, why don't you guys understand this by now? Like, especially when they're really old, and you're like, hey, you don't have much time left. You're gonna waste it away complaining. No, just appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Well, because then you get people that focus on on missed opportunity, right? Instead of present opportunities, you know. And then that's why that's what makes people bitter, you know. And that's what makes your life suck because then you're just like, well, if I would have did this when I was younger, I'd be somewhere else today. You know, I'd be in a much better spot. Then it's like, well, what's stopping you from doing that now? you know
0: you can just as well get a degree while you're 60 something yeah as opposed to just complaining about it until you're 80
1: yeah i think the oldest person in one of my college classes had a 50 year old he was 55 yeah. i to say 55 had a full
0: on like yeah new grandmother in one of my classes yeah but yeah. either way that's you know examples of something that you can do to better the the atmosphere the work environment or the future ahead of you Uh, for you guys to start enjoying. Uh, But the next point that I had was also nutrition, right? Because nobody's force feeding you anything anymore. You're not being bottle fed like a baby. You choose what you're consuming and nobody's telling you to go buy, you know, three cheeseburgers and plus uh, french fries and milkshakes at McDonald's. Nobody's doing that. You're doing it yourself. This is something that's completely in your control. You can start eating at home you can start eating healthier nobody's also telling you to spend an entire paycheck eating out at restaurants every single day of the week even if you're eating healthy now it's financial that's the issue now you're wasting all that money on finances whereas you can just be saving money getting groceries cooking at home and let's say somebody out there has the excuse i don't know how to cook i'm not going to put the excuse that you're an adult But uh, there's this thing (laughs) called YouTube where, uh, you know, they have these awesome videos that have, you know, step by step processes for you on how to cook whatever dish you're looking for.
1: Yeah. You know, one of those good channels, too, that's um, just coming out there, starting to put more stuff out is actually a chef coach oh yeah that's right
0: chef coach
1: yeah chef coach is gonna be a really great place for everybody to check out you find recipe ideas um you know some seasonal stuff if you have if you're into that kind of thing and just general you know wellness fitness and health you know uh it's me more than cooking but definitely for people who want to cook you know uh over at chef coach she makes it really simple to follow along some recipes some guides the video is strictly aesthetic. They look so good. They make you they make you want to order in food because it makes you hungry right away as soon as you see it. But all the instructions, all the ingredients are there. It's super easy stuff, man. People should really check that out.
0: Yeah, and what's great about that too is that even though you're saying it's healthy, it's good for you, it's not that boring like, let's just put some vegetables on a plate and some rice and chicken. No. They you know chef coach she makes a lot of very interesting And very appetizing meals that you guys can start using throughout your week.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's super creative because uh, with myself being on, like, carnivore diet, right? Because, okay, when I am on carnivore (laughs) diet, (laughs) right? I do cycle, right? (laughs) Let's be real here. So... Uh, no, it's interesting because you talk through nutrition with this. The first question was always money, right? Like meat is expensive. It is. Especially quality meat. Quality meat. But then you realize like, okay, well, let's do the maths here. Let's look at everything. Okay. So you talk about people who are like, oh, well, I don't want to eat healthy. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. The last time I went to McDonald's, if I told you how much I spent on food, (laughs) I don't think that's a valid excuse anymore. Yeah. You know? Um, and then going over to something like carnivore where I'm mostly eating meat. And it's like, man, it's how many dollars a pound? But then you do the math and it's like, okay, when I was strict on carnivore, it's not really that much more expensive. You're only eating like two, maybe two and a half pounds of meat a day because honestly, that's all you need to get full. You're
0: you're getting uh, full a lot quicker.
1: Yeah, you're talking like 20, 25 bucks a day. And I mean, if you really treated yourself in McDonald's, you could hit $20 in one meal, Yeah, you know? So I I don't think that the money aspect is really a valid excuse anymore, man.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just saying there's going to be, remember, this, people video will still say is, it. this video is about excuses and people making them. So people didn't have a lot of uh, excuses to throw around, but that's the point. You know, when you start focusing on your health and nutrition, it's going to be a lot better for you because even if you spend $20, 25 a day on carnivore, as opposed to 20 $25 on McDonald's, you're going to feel a lot worse after the McDonald's even if it's the same amount of money that you put into it, but focusing on that health is going to do a lot better for you in the long run. Um, And since we're talking about health, the next one is exercise and your health and well-being. Uh, This is another one that people like to uh, have that arsenal of excuses for, because let's be honest, nobody's going to do the workout for you and then just give you the gains. Nobody's going to give you the muscles that they work towards because that's physically impossible but on with the excuses am i right what's the big one i don't have time Mm. but excuse me there are 24 hours in a day last time i checked so utilize them properly um if you're somebody like you know us if you play well we, we can kind of afford to uh play video games an hour and a half to two hours a day when we do because we've already made that routine around exercise and it being part of it. Um, but if you are somebody that plays video games or wastes away two hours of your day doing whatever, trim that down. Trim that fat down. Go down to an hour and a half or even an hour. Give yourself some more time and work out. Right? Yeah. Exercise. Do something. Move around. Uh, because another excuse that people like to throw around is I don't have a gym near me or i don't have money for gym equipment because it's expensive and yes it can be but you also can do so many more uh exercise routines without equipment you don't need equipment to work out how do you think cavemen did it besides hunting well that's pretty much all they did but <laughs> you know they you can use what they would do you know they would run they would hunt just open up your things. front
1: door, let your dog go outside and, and go start chase chasing them. them. Yeah.
0: That's all you need to do. But no, there's things like pushups, crunches, sit ups, uh, burpees, if you want to get fancy with it. And that's not just, you know, belching. That's burpees, the exercise running, like we said, and hell, you can even find a tree if there's any of those near you. Uh, and then do pull ups on it. You don't need equipment. You can just use what's around you. And that's also including the floor because all of those you can just use, you know, push-ups off the floor. Don't need anything fancy. Yeah. So what's stopping you? Because it's on you if you're going to exercise.
1: Yeah. See, it's funny you mentioned the exercise, too, because I remember when I was in high school, right, and was doing the pulley function for the military, um, you had to be able to do a certain amount of pull-ups, right? If any of you all have ever seen the size of me, on a, even <laughs> on a good day, pull-ups is a little extra work for a person like me, right? You're a big boy. I'm, I'm yeah i'm a pretty big boy so <laughs> it's like uh you know i remember in high school we had one classroom where the the like i guess the ceiling rafters right yeah it was kind lower. of a curved room yeah where it was on the edge of the building and there was a spot where it came down low enough you could jump up and grab onto it and me and my friend who was also in the pulley function at the time made made it a point where you know you get that five minutes in between classes and we'd always mess around but before that class we would just run straight to that classroom and the five minutes before we were in there doing pull-ups off the rafters just right. to try to keep the numbers up for when we actually went to our pulley functions right you know uh so it, it, you get creative with it you know and and be modest about it you don't need a full gym you don't need all kinds of crazy equipment fancy equipment you just need your own body yeah. and you can you can Really make some changes as far as your physique goes. And then the last thing I wanted to mention was when people say I don't have time, that is the number one excuse that gets me heated so fast. <laughs> yeah, No matter what it is. No matter what it's about. Because what I hear when somebody says I don't have time...
0: yeah, Is that they're using 24 well, hours of their day.
1: Well, what I actually hear is I don't care enough about that oh. to make time for it. That can be... It's what I hear every single time somebody says, oh, I don't have time for that. It's like, no, you don't care enough about it to make time for it. Be honest with yourself. Tell yourself the truth because that is the truth. And that will be with anything because we all do have the same 24 hours a day. And I know people like you who work two full-time jobs. And you manage to have time to do two full-time jobs. Be here for the podcast, come up with some great, amazing content, and you get people who barely work a 40-hour work week. you can tell you that they don't have time to make their life better. And it's mind-blowing to me, you know?
0: Well, yeah, and I think another issue is, like, how we've, as a society and due to social media, we've kind of normalized the need to have a gym in order to work out. Because then it makes it seem like it's easier if you have a gym full of equipment to go ahead and use and then just immediately become healthier and work out, lose weight, whatever it is that you're trying to do. When really, how hard is it to just, you know, wherever you're standing, just fall to the ground, do some push-ups, sit down on the ground, do some crunches. It's not at all harder because if anything, you're also saving gas to have to go to the gym. But anyway, the whole point, you know there's so much you can do Uh, you just have to make the changes necessary in your mindset and your motivation that you have in order to start achieving better goals for you know your workout for your nutrition and you know like I said getting up early and then now you know getting closer to the end here we have the point on setting your goals this is something that everybody can do everybody should be doing And I recommend that you do it the night before, not the day of, like Justin, um, because that's also another excuse and uh, something that procrastinators tend to do. If you are making goals for yourself for the day, for the week, whatever it is, I recommend you do it the night before. Also in the preparation phase where you're setting yourself up to be optimistic for the morning, you're setting up the goals that you need to achieve the next day. Um, It could be something as simple as setting up your outfit for the next day instead of wasting, what, 10, 15 minutes trying to find a complete outfit to take to work, to take out, to take to the movies, whatever it is, set the outfit aside before you go to sleep that we don't have to worry about it. You're saving more time in the morning to do other things and you're completing goals because you're looking to the future instead of being stuck in the past or complaining about the now because nobody is telling you what goals to pick. Nobody's forcing you to set any goals. Nobody's telling you to slack off and not to do anything. Because at the end of the day, what is it? It's up to you. It's something that you have control over and you have to be the one to decide what goals you're setting. Remember, they have to be realistic. If you've missed out on our goal planning um, videos, you can go check those out on YouTube. But as of right now, we're going to be talking about, you know, setting those goals up properly and, you know, achieving them, being optimistic for them and setting them up ahead of time instead of as you're trying to do them.
1: Yeah, I think simply put, that first step would being setting those goals up the day before. Um, it is it is a critical point. Um, there was a, a time where I did try doing the the Jocko Willink, wake up at five o'clock in the morning type of thing, right?
0: Yeah, no, if you're not used to it, it's terrible.
1: And, um, oh, absolutely. That's why I I stopped doing it after about day four. Um, Because it it just doesn't fit in my life to do that, right? Um, And one of the main points that they talk about is when you do set up your goals, um, if you do it the night before the week before, kind of plan your week out, however you want to do that, they say, you know, put one of the more exciting things, one of the more fulfilling things at the very start of your day for that reason so that way when five o'clock hits and you wake up you go oh yeah i'm gonna read you know a chapter this morning in this book that i'm i absolutely love i'm totally into it right i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna do that or even if you want to mix things around and and what i honestly did with it was okay well if i wake up at five in the morning then from five to six i'll play video games
0: i was gonna say to do yeah Yeah.
1: because then i still had six to eight which for me i wake up at eight oh one when i'm supposed to leave for work at eight you know, so it's like, OK, well, if I get up at five, I'll play an hour of video games. You know, I'll spend an hour uh, editing, working on the podcast, and then I'll spend the last hour actually being healthy and eating a decent breakfast, getting a cup of coffee, getting some water in my system and then heading off to work. Yeah. You know, and I did it for about four days and it was great. And then I never <laughs> did it again because I cannot wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah.
0: But no, that's a great point. Even if it's just to wake up half an hour early or an hour earlier than you tend to do, if you do know that you're going to have problems doing the waking up on early or on time thing, it'll give you that optimism for the morning to then get up and, oh, okay, cool, I get to play in the morning. I never got to do that before. Get to do it. Get out of your system. Go to work. You're not stressed. You feel a lot better because who knows, even if you got tossed around in the video game, hey at least you got to play
1: yeah you saw some dopamine release you yeah know.
0: and then now you're more awake than if you just you know ran out the door in your pjs because you forgot to change because you're in that much of a hurry yeah so you're kind of killing two birds with one stone with that so i like that plan ahead for something that you do enjoy right at the start of your day even if it's a weekend you don't need to sleep in just sleep earlier <laughs> that night right you can get up, do something with the family, do something by yourself, treat yourself, go out to a store or walk around a park or something, knock out another stone by exercising, you know? Uh, But lastly here, uh, giving 100% effort in the things that you choose to do is always 100% on you. You're the only one that decides If you're going to put all your energy and effort and interest and care and worries or whatever it is into the things that you're doing, like I said, with the exercise thing, Justin can't work out for me. I can't work out for him. He can't be doing all the effort in this. I have to be giving all of my effort as well. So you guys, whatever it is that you're doing, if it's work, if it's a hobby, if it's playing in sports, give 100% of your effort.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, it goes as far as even saying the things that you don't want to do, even the things you have to do, it's still your choice. You're still in control to give a hundred percent of yourself to that situation. You know, uh, like we talked about last week with being at work, being a, being a, a bad or a good crappy employee. Right. Yeah, And it's like, you know, even if you're at somewhere where you don't want to be, you're doing things you don't want to do. You still have the ability to give 100% of your effort into it because you're already doing it, so you might as well. You never know what opportunities open up, what, you know, how you, how it might change your perspective on the things that you're doing when you actually care a little bit and try.
0: On that as well, learn to be motivated. You know, whether it be with people like us that constantly have to remind you and also remind ourselves or find something that can keep that fire burning. Run like a damn steam engine and just go. Once you get there, you will have to learn the dedication required as well in order to be consistent in focusing on the things in your control because it is very easy to just write it off with an excuse. But when you hold yourself accountable, it pays off in the end results, I promise.
1: Yeah, when it comes to finding motivation, there is not a lack of that over here at our channel. Uh, Even more so now than ever before, you know, we're expanding with our social media, our Facebook, our Instagram. We're giving some exclusive content on those pages as well as, you know, the bloopers and some of the better scenes from the show and whatnot. I'll go on there as well. Uh, It's definitely a great source of motivation. And another great one is YouTube. You know, we're taking the highlights. We're taking the meat of the episodes. We're uploading it on there for you guys to see, and listen to and it's it's a great experience great motivation otherwise you know every monday at 8 a.m you guys get a new episode uh on anchor right we drop it off on anchor fm which then transports it everywhere else for us so whether you want to listen to us on spotify apple podcast breaker whatever you platform you choose we are on there as well so thank you guys for tuning in this long i hope you guys have a fantastic week and until next monday go on and get